Hey friends, welcome to Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. You know, I really did have like a good, like, we're your favorite podcast, but it was a different one that I laughed <laughs> to myself earlier about, but I already forgot what it was. <laughs> it must have been great then. It was so great. <laughs> <laughs> so we're actually recording this not on our normal time. It's Friday night. Michelle's mm-hmm. chilling with a beer. I'm chilling with an energy drink. And we don't know how we feel about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I just woke up from a nap, but uh-huh. I'm trying to like pinch my legs to wake me up. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like it's different on so many levels because usually it's like morning on Thursdays and now it's Friday night. Mm-hmm. When I'm starting, I usually pop off for the weekend. So. Oh, shit, bitch. Like you're about <laughs> to shake them titties is what you're saying? I wish. I don't fucking do anything <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Why not? You got, what do you mean? You're going out to drinks. You're going out for drinks with your husband yeah. tonight. Like that is so cute. Yeah. It'll be nice, but it's been, the, it's like the first time in a minute now. So yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. Valentine's day just passed. It already feels like it's been a month since Valentine's day. It do does, feel like doesn't that it? Too? Wasn't it just this Monday? Yeah. Holy shit. Isn't that <laughs> weird? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's so bizarre. What did you guys end up getting into? I know you guys went to the Hawthorne, but how'd it go? We, we went to the Hawthorne. It was fabulous. I shared some stories of how Joe decorated the room and Raven was mm-hmm. there enjoying her little self. She was a little more anxious, um, which I kind of felt bad because I think the room, like um, there were balloons everywhere. So I think she was like, oh. where the fuck am I supposed to walk around? Um, <laughs> but it was really nice. It was nice. And then I was cracking up because some of the balloons were the ones that had the confetti punch outs inside. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. Joe said he started um, blowing up the balloon and accidentally like let the air back into his mouth. And so the confetti like shot in his throat <laughs> and he started choking. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, you fucking would choke on balloon confetti on Valentine's Day. Like that is so you. And I was cracking up. That is so on brand. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, I can't wait to tell Michelle that you almost died on confetti. (laughs) Oh, Um, so good. Yeah. And there was a wedding going on at the Hawthorne. Oh. It looked boring as fuck, though. Oh. (laughs) Why? What made it look boring? Just like, you know, it was later on in the night. It was the time where they play the music loud. They play all the wedding hits that gets everyone out of their chairs. No. And everyone was just sitting down. Ew. Yeah. I mean, we were around long enough to see if people were enjoying it, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was more of like, um, the more older people were there or just more quiet people. I don't know. But I was like, this looks boring. Are wedding hits nowadays, like, like black eyed peas. Are you still talking about like Macarena YMCA? No, I I feel like I mean, talk about a classic hit, right? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like now they, and I say they, cause I'm not, I don't, I'm not in the wedding world, married Uh life, but I feel like now it's like all the Bruno Mars songs. Oh yeah. Yep. 
but I feel like we're kind of like it needs to move away from that now because those are kind of like well that's the thing I feel like people that used to play Macarena and YMCA like today's age group is like let's play I got a feeling by the Black Eyed Peas and get everybody dancing it's like no please yeah let's not I mean I would you know maybe Macarena because I do love the 90s so I could see I could that would be okay (laughs) that's like vintage now that's like a that's a classic (laughs) god it's insane then we ended up going to dinner at Ledger and Mm -hmm. it was so delicious Joe and I got Mm -hmm. dressed up I wore this dress that I told you, Michelle, that I wanted to get for Modern Millie. It's like um, a, it's like a little cupcake dress almost. Yeah. It's black, and it's like tooley, and it has a bunch of red glittery hearts on it. And then Joe wore like a Valentine's themed little goth shirt that he got from yep. Die with Your Boots on. And I was embarrassed at first because I was like, "Is this too much?" No. Like, sometimes I'm like. I'm, I don't know. I was like, is this too much? But then I was like, I'm just going to fucking do it because I think yep. it's really cute. And so like once we got <laughs> and like the dress kind of like, sh- like I didn't wear a bra with it because it ran like four sizes small. They told me like when I was about to go in the dressing room to try it, what? she's like, she's like, uh, you might want to get a bigger size because it runs four times smaller. And I got <gasps> an extra large and I was like, okay, let me just try the XL first. before you come at me (laughs) let me make the mistake okay exactly (laughs) and I was like four sizes really that's Um, fucked up yeah and so then I like tried it on and it was fine but the zipper got stuck and so I was like oh shit I was like let me take this off and have them fix Mm -hmm. it because I didn't want to break it because it was the only extra large left in the store Mm -hmm. and I was like I really want to wear this dress but anyway so um like it your boobs are like set out like for people to enjoy and normally I don't wear stuff like that oh and so like when I took my and even Joe like when I tried it on I was like does this look stupid and he was like oh my god boobs and he's like whoa (laughs) like oh god and I'm like all right just settle down like calm down (laughs) so like I sat down and at ledger like the tables are kind it's very intimate seating mm-hmm. like when you're not at the bar or the high top bar area which is fine because it's nice but sometimes it's like a little too much anyways so I go to sit down and like I'm trying to take off my coat and like we sit at a table where it's the tables are next to each other and there's like a booth seat on this side and then on the other side is the chairs okay and so all of the guys were taking the chairs and letting their ladies be comfortable on the booth side so I sit between like a these two couples and they're like just dressed casually which is really cool for them but Joe and I sit down and I like take off my coat and this fucking cupcake dress just goes and like just kind of explodes and I'm like trying to gather it like Cinderella I'm like I'm so sorry and like I lean over to take my coat off and immediately I just see like the two men they uh-huh. immediately like gaze in on my breast and I'm like, oh my God, this is so awkward. Yes, bitch. And like, even it was noticeable that their partners like look at them and then they're like, what are you fucking, like, what are you looking oh, at? And I'm like, yes. so I like pull my hair and I'm like trying to spread it out to like hide Stop! the 
I know. And then I said, I said across from Joe, I was like, is this too much? And he's like, no, you look really great. No. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right, let the girls out. This is fine. Like let one, them out once in a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And then like, once I, we started noticing like a bunch of, not a bunch, but a few tables, they would like start mm-hmm. talking with their friends and like, they would like point at us and look at us. And like, you could tell they were talking about us. And I'm what? like, Joe, I'm like, everyone is looking at us. And he was like, it's cause we look cute. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, well, it's embarrassing. Like, why don't they just leave us alone? Like I would never make it noticeable that I'm talking about yeah. someone. Cause I wouldn't want them to get the impression that I'm saying anything bad. But I mean, they weren't giving us dirty looks. They, it was mm-hmm. like cute looks. Like, oh my God, they look so cute. And even exactly. our waitress, she was like, you guys look so great tonight. And we're like, mm-hmm. oh, thanks. Um, but it was really nice to dress up and whatnot. Uh, so <laughs> then after we leave, and I love it there so much, Michelle, because it's like, they give you time to enjoy each course. And so it's just mm-hmm. like, you just get to relax in a nice fancy place, but it's not too fancy to where you're like, oh my God, I can't wait to leave. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had like an appetizer, we had our entree and then we had dessert and we had dessert wine. Like it was just so good. Mm. So then we leave and we go walking around a little bit and we go to like the cemetery and stuff like that and just head back to the hotel. And I was already drunk after. Okay. So rewind real quick. (laughs) Joe bought like champagne and then he got like some little like nips and Mm -hmm. I was like oh my god like you're really trying to turn up and I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna be there tonight Mm -hmm. and so like we took a half a shot and I was already drunk Michelle I was like I'm I'm gonna be embarrassed (laughs) if I have to talk to any strangers like at the restaurant Uh I'm already drunk Joe's like you are and I'm like yeah like I'm feeling this and I had like a little champagne and when I drink I have to go pee all the time so it's just such an inconvenience so I was like all right I need to slow down because I'm already drunk I have to pee so then we we're just drinking a little bit more during dinner and then by the time we get to the hotel uh I try to drink a little bit more champagne and like Joe's full and tired I'm full Mm -hmm. and tired Mm -hmm. and we just like slowly get into bed in our outfits or whatever and we're just like yeah we're gonna eat some candy have our drinks and just chill in bed and watch some tv and girl (laughs) like I'm so embarrassed like um (laughs) we fucking fall asleep to t I'm not even joking we fall asleep to TLC's my 600 pound life in a, in the most beautiful hotel in Salem, the oldest hotel in Salem, in our cute outfits and yeah. my beautiful makeup. Mm-hmm. We fall asleep on Valentine's Day. That's how it always happens, dude. Don't even worry. No, but this is like the first time where I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely getting up there now. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's usually you're like, all right, I can muster like some more energy for the night and mm-hmm. like, you know. But I was just like, nah, I'm pretty full and I'm really tired. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, I think he is too. So I, I, this is all right. Like it's a mutual, it's a mutual sleeping. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that, ha- that's, that's what happens in your thirties. <sighs> And I even told Joe, cause I, I was like, Joe, I need you to know my intention was not to fall asleep to 600 pound life. Like <laughs> I had my lingerie and my bag and everything. I'm I like, had plans. I, I had plans. <laughs> Listen, it'll just have to go. Is his birthday coming up soon? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Spontaneous encounter, you know, oh, I don't do spontaneous. 
<laughs> you should know this. You should know this. No, I think that's, I didn't have sex on Valentine's Day either. You didn't? No. Do you ever feel guilty? Like, I know we're not supposed to, and there's really no need. It's not like my partner mm-hmm. made me feel guilty, but sometimes I'm like, I mean, I wanted to, but. I feel like the presumption is always there. Like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. No matter what, I'm getting lucky. But it's like, also, it was a Monday night and we both just went to bed. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you guys do? How was your Valentine's? And also, I did message Jake. I don't know if he's told you. He did. He goes, why is Sam texting me now about Valentine's Day? I was just teasing him. (laughs) I was like, what'd you tell her? And he goes, I told her it would be just fine. And I was like, well, that's the problem. (laughs) Oh my God. He's so funny. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm just going to message him because I think Uh he'll know that I'm just like pulling this chain, you know? And so I was like, I was like, Jake. And he's like, hi, (laughs) Sam. And I was like, you need to do something extra special for Michelle for Valentine's Day. And I don't even remember what he said. He said something like, oh, my God, did she tell you to message me? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I got it covered. He was like, it'll be great. And I'm like, all right. So was it great? Michelle. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, he it, did. <clears throat> was there he- anything different? No, not even no. after the. Oh, right. No, he came. He came home with a nice bottle of rosé, a nice okay. bouquet of flowers. That's different. The rosé, some chocolates, and then he got me some gummies. Um, oh, nice. And then because he comes home late, like I had already started dinner, but he like helped me finish it. Okay, so you were in charge of dinner. Yeah, but I feel like he had been feeling like a little I don't think he actually listened to last week's episode yet because yeah. I've asked him a few times I'm just like have you listened to it and he's just like no and I was just <laughs> like okay all right no no big deal um <laughs> but he did make reservations for our anniversary which is next Wednesday for Sunday mm-hmm. at like this like super super nice restaurant that I love Ooh. so that should be a good time Yeah, I feel like both of you are probably like, well, let's just put our energy into our anniversary because it's like more unique. Yeah, well, I mean, that's like what we've always done. And it's always like made the most sense because we would still do something on Valentine's Day, but we would really do something bigger on our anniversary because they're so close together or whatever. Mm -hmm. But now that it's not like our like wedding anniversary anymore, I don't know. I've just like been feeling like, we're too young to like be phoning it in, you know, like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just, true. And it's on both ends. It's not him. Same. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like, we absolutely fucking adore and love each other. Like yep. we just need to put more effort into what we're doing. Yeah. So that's yeah. more like what my issue was. Yeah. But there's always next year. <laughs> There's always next year. There's always your birthday. Mm-hmm. There's always 4th of July. Cause we all know that you love fucking 4th of July. That is my new best holiday ever. <laughs> I'm going to turn it around and I'm going to make it my fucking bitch next year. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I can already it see fucked it. me. It fucked me right <laughs> in the asshole last year. <laughs> so now it's my turn. Speaking of love, love kind of scary love um so what do you think about all of this stuff going on with Kanye West and Kim Kardashian 
it's like legitimately scaring the shit out of me. Um, I, I don't know like who he has around him in real life to be like, you can't do this because it's very, very abusive behavior. Mm -hmm. And it's, I know that he has like some mental health issues and I've heard that he doesn't want to take medication for it or whatnot, but not only is he just publicly, um, abusing his like ex-wife it's like you realize that these things can be used against you to like take your kids away from you like you are coming off very unstable unpredictable and dangerous right now and nobody wants to see you in that light but that's how you're acting Mm -hmm. yeah so like I I I heard a little bit about it but then it wasn't like, it didn't really click for me. I was just like, oh, that's just Kanye. Like, yeah, yep. whatever. Like he always does that. Like clearly there is something going on there that he doesn't care to really address or help mm-hmm. himself. But you're right. It's like, really, there's no one by your side. That's like, just stop. Or maybe like, um, mm-hmm. he just goes into a thing of where he behaves like that, even yeah, if yeah, yeah. he's telling him to stop. But I would think if someone's like, look, man, like this can get your kids taken away from you. And then I think that would click in his mind. But I saw just like a lot of me, not even memes, just like graphics and stuff like that. I guess Mm -hmm. I don't know what you would call them when it's more serious. Um, Maybe a seam, like a serious meme, but everyone's (laughs) like, everyone's like, um, everyone thinks this is so funny or so Kanye, but this is like abusive behavior. Mm -hmm. And they were like, if this was a non-celebrity couple, you would want your family member to call the cops and put a restraining order Uh in place and all of that stuff. But then I also want to say just real quick. Yes. Oh, shade. But some of the people that are sharing these things also support Chris Brown still. So okay. I, I don't All know right. what you want me to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, fuck that. <laughs> I've no. noticed that. I'm just like, wait a minute, but wait, hold up. Yeah. And it's just, I, there was like a series of, um, Instagram posts that he put up and I just want to go through them real quick. I don't know if they're all necessarily to Kim, they're more so to Pete, which is, yeah, it's so weird, especially because I can't remember if you kind of thought it was a PR ploy with Kim and Pete, but I, I thought it was not anymore, not with not them. anymore, but just at the very beginning. Yeah. No, I think I ever related it more to like a summer romance oh, yeah, or like yeah, a camp yeah. romance where um, it would fizzle out. Yeah. Well, it's not fizzling out. So Kanye needs <laughs> to realize this. Well, they're in um, trauma together. And so, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So recently Kanye took to Instagram and tried to call out a lot of famous people. Um, one of his posts, he had posted a paparazzi photo of Pete Davidson Mm-hmm. and captioned it look at this dickhead I wonder if Instagram gonna shut down my page for dissing Hillary Clinton's ex-boyfriend because if you didn't know uh Pete had gotten a tattoo of Hillary Clinton which mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to be a tattoo he's trying to get removed I would I would assume no but I would think so yeah oh you think he would get it removed you think it was yeah. like a joke I feel like yeah it was just a joke oh okay 
I feel like all of his tattoos are just like, I want this right now because I really like it. Yeah. Well, it must be nice to just be able to do that. <laughs> um, um, okay. So then he also said, y'all seen that tattoo, but if I speak up, then I'm crazy. I told you not going to use that one no more. When a garbage man goes to work, he's going to smell like trash, but it's time to take the trash out of the house. All right, Kanye. <laughs> and then he threw a jab at Machine Gun Kelly, which I think is so gross. Mm-hmm. I just saw a video of him from a few years ago that was absolutely disgusting. He was at the time 23 and they were asking him his celebrity crush and he was saying that it was Kindle, either Kylie or Kendall Jenner, which is, yeah, I don't know, but he was acting, he was just like, talking about how he would tear that up and all of that stuff. And he's like, I don't care that she's 17. Like I'm only 23. And it was just so gross. And then they were like, do you have any pets? And he's like, yeah, their name is a and B or whatever. And they're my nuts. And it's just like, you're such a fucking loser. Like what is wrong (laughs) with you? Fucking. Oh, he's so lame. Okay. Yeah. He said some other lame stuff, but I can't remember. I already bleached it out of my brain he also posted uh like a meme of pete well a photo of pete and ariana and said Mm -hmm. it was like um like a rumored thing and they talked about how it was because pete was sending ariana photos like intimate photos while she was trying to get back with mac miller at the time and uh mac miller discovered that they were texting or whatever. So then he decided not to get back into the relationship. And this was like right before he had passed away and Kanye shared that. And he just said, no comment as if he's like saying, yeah, it's true. I know it's true. I thought that Pete Davidson was sending intimate photos of him and Ariana to Mac Miller. Oh, you're right. That's what it is. And then Mac Miller shortly after that took his life. And then Ariana broke up with him. You're right. When the Instagram post that I'm looking at, is like half cut off. So that yeah, would yeah, be yeah. the rest of it. No, yeah. I didn't know if I was like mistaken because I feel like both wow. ways could have happened. That is like a fucked up thing to do. But that's also Kanye literally trying to say that Pete Davidson forced somebody else to take yeah. their lives. So <laughs> yeah, that's a reach. Um, and then also there was, I guess, uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson had did a Calvin Klein mm-hmm. Instagram live or something. And they both are in the underwear with like their pants down and Machine Gun Kelly is pouring popcorn and Pete's on his knees, like opening his mouth, trying to catch yeah. the popcorn. And Kanye posts that screenshot and he's like, no, you will never meet my children. And then he also shared in the same carousel, a screenshot of Pete's text to Kanye. Um, and he just said, I'd never get in the way of your children. I do hope one day I can meet them and we can all be friends. Like no, no one wants to be friends with you, Pete. Like say what you will about Kanye acting, but it's like, just fucking calm down. Like just give it a second. <laughs> definitely give it a second like you don't need to be reaching out to him but also it's like that whole post is like so homophobic like you're not gonna meet my kids because you might be gay or you're acting gay and that is an issue yep yeah he's like trying to be sly about saying these things but they yeah yeah, it's very homophobic 
I don't know. He's, he's off the rails again. He's like, he's, I think he did that whole romance with Julia Fox to like try and make Kim jealous and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. And now he's going about it a different way, but anybody that needs to delete all of their posts from Instagram day in and day out, you are not stable. Like you are not doing something that, that screams I'm okay right now, you know, like Mm -hmm. somebody needs to step in like his, if he doesn't have, I know his mother passed away, but does he not have his best friends, his Mm -hmm. publisher, his manager, somebody needs to be like, you need help. I did see that. What's the gal's name he was dating? Julia Fox. Julia Fox. I did see that recently. She did an interview for the Call Her Daddy podcast, mm-hmm. but I haven't been able to watch any clips from it. To see. Well, actually I did. She just talked about how like, imagine what it would feel like dating someone and they're still, t- they're still in love with their ex-wife. Oh, yeah. And then just, she was talking about everything with him is on the whim. Like hope just out of nowhere, he'll be like, come on, let's go on a trip, pack your bags. Yeah. Like, it's very chaotic. But then I think that I thought I read somewhere that she was trying to claim that he was abusing her. I didn't look into that rabbit hole. I don't know. Cause I saw the comments and a lot of people were just like, well, now you're just trying to hop on the train and like, I don't know if she had evidence or not. So don't take my word on that. Um, But yeah. And then also, what do you think about him being upset that Kim let their child North on TikTok? Cause I know that that was the thing he was ranting and very upset oh, about. I don't think I saw that. Yeah. I don't think I saw that. I just thought, I mean, all of most of these Instagram posts were coming on during like the Super Bowl, which like I was actively watching. And then I just, and then I obviously like saw all of the shit the next day and that night, but I just think it really took a hard turn when he was like, reposting like their their text message conversations yeah of like her being like can you please stop doing this like you're making this a very dangerous scenario for like everybody and then he would repost it and then she was like can you not do that like why do you have to do that and he's like I'm your biggest fan like I want everyone to know that we're talking it's like you sound so unhinged yeah it's crazy wow and I guess like with along with those texts messages Mm -hmm. she was like someone's gonna hurt Pete because you're giving the impression and then he's like posting don't hurt don't hurt skeet Mm -hmm. you guys like leave him alone and it's just like well because if you actually like go to the Instagram posts there's like thousands of comments and a lot of them are like yeah yay like fight for your family like fuck that dude and stuff like that so it's not like everybody's like hey maybe take a break or anything there's a lot of people encouraging it and you don't know how stable those fucking people are. So yeah. And it's not their life. So they can be more, mm-hmm. you know, it's just drama to them. They don't care. Yeah, they don't fucking care. Also um, real quick to wrap up the Kanye stuff. I did yeah. see that. I don't know if it's on Netflix, but I guess he just had a documentary released. And so I'm like, okay, well, is this kind of a thing like where it's, we all know that he's not in a great situation mentally, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. is this along with like a PR thing too? That was my first thought too. Cause that like Monday or Tuesday, when I opened up Netflix, it was like genius, which is I think a limited series that he's Mm -hmm. done. And I was like, well, you know, 
I feel like we both have like conspiracy brain when it comes to this shit. So I was just like, oh, cool. So was this all just like a fucking huge, like bullshit thing just to get his name rolling and trending? Yeah. I mean, which, why is that even a thing that you have to think in this day and age? Like, because everything is fake online, Michelle. It's so gross. It's just like, even there was uh, just a random, just like those random videos that you come across mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't know. It could be like a, a crazy thing that happens or a new thing that someone learned or just like you found it just whatever. And it's so fake. Like, I don't trust any of those videos. I'm like, this is so staged. Like, I don't, uh, it makes me sick. But anyway, yeah, it's uh, all trash. It's all trash. But you know, it wasn't trash. What? Super Bowl halftime. <laughs> Ooh, I was living. I was too, girl. Oh, that was so fucking good. I it wasn't long it. enough. No, not at all. Not, not at, at all. all. But I was super happy because I was like getting nervous that they were going to end it right after Lose Yourself. And I was mm-hmm. like, please, please keep this going. Like, please don't end it on Eminem as if he's like the headliner or whatever. Like, yeah. Please end it on Dre or yep. Snoop or like somebody else. Um, and they went, oh God, it was just like every time a new fucking like beat would start, like I would just like get goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so good. And the set was so cool, mm-hmm. like so different. I, I read loved that. It. Yeah, I read that um, Dr. Dre put in like seven million of his own money yeah. into Super yeah. Bowl, like his performance. And I'm like, that's insane. But he so looked good. so happy. He looked fucking so fucking hot yeah dude. oh Dr. yeah 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 oh my god I was yep. like and then and- everyone was okay go ahead I feel like we're about to say the same thing well I'm I was gonna say something about Eminem okay never mind but I was I, gonna say I'm something going about there 50 with 50 <laughs> yeah I'm going there with him after um I mean, well, Eminem kind of, go ahead sorry looked, oh <laughs> you we're like oh started Eminem started kind of cute Eminem looked kind of cute he did he did but I think it's like the beard, you know, mm-hmm. which Jake was just like, his facial hair looks like it's dyed. I was like, no, it it's because you always just remember him as like, yeah, no. but like, we just know him as super platinum, yeah. but I think he's naturally a brunette. So like, he might like dye it so that it's yeah not white or whatever, yeah. but so he's a just, brunette. It, yeah, it, it, he is a brunette. It's kind of like a mousy brown, but yeah, mm-hmm. he definitely does like um the spray powder, I think, just to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine. I mean No. No I just think it hair. looks jarring when you only think of him with like his bleached blonde and you hair. Seen him in a while. Yeah. Because he has yeah. had a beard for a while. I wanna talk about 50 Cent for a second because I saw a lot of people making fun of him for his weight gain. Okay, but he, like say what you will, but he's like a billionaire, guys. Like he's an amazing he doesn't even look bi- like he just looks thick like he still looks so fucking looks muscular, muscular and huge and he's i'm just, sorry like, have, have you seen a picture look at yourself in the mirror hanging off yeah. your bed it's not a pretty sight no look I've at yourself it. at 20 and 30 and tell me you didn't get thicker yeah it goes downhill at 30, 30 it didn't guys. go downhill i was feeling not it. downhill i'm just scaring the people that made fun of him <laughs> I like a thicker 50 cent. I didn't see nothing like that was not in my head. I was just like, mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't fall. Cause I didn't know how he was hanging upside down. That's all <laughs> I was. I 
oh my god like what's wrong with people oh no it was so fucking good snoop still looks exactly the same like that man does not not fucking age no and he did such a good job yeah and he's beautiful i was half looking amazing yes yes her whole outfit looked like she was just like give me the beyonce please yeah and then at what? the end, when she like goes down, I was like, uh-huh. I loved all the memes. Everyone's like, literally me after like a two minute workout. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. But all the racist people on Twitter, I saw people complain oh, about all the, all the racists on there. And like, just, I would see memes and like screenshots of them being mm-hmm. like, where's the diversity? Like, we need to see white people. I'm just like, what are you talking about? Shut yeah. the hell up. Usually it's five white people and then they bring on a black person just for the like sake of it. Right. And I'm sorry, but Eminem was there representing and you saw the stadium go wild for that shit down in fucking California with that white ass audience. Like, yeah, I felt bad because I was like, this is probably the one halftime show that like a lot of the players would be fucking stoked about and they have to be in the like um, locker rooms listening about the next half. I was like, they would probably be so stoked to be watching the show right now. Oh, definitely. Yeah. No, it was so good. And honestly, like growing up, my brother, I would say for like a good, his, most of his high school career, he was very, very, very much into like the whole G unit thing. And it's like all of his clothes was just like echo and fubu and like oh my god echo uh, wow. and just like G unit, like big basketball shorts and shit. Yep. And so 50 Cent was always playing in my house. Yeah. Oh, he looked good. But uh, Dr. Dre is like really the like. Yeah. He's looking good. Very, very handsome. Very handsome. Very handsome. (laughs) Besides that, I guess the Rams won. Yeah. Which, you know, okay. So we had a bet on the horror squad podcast like me and steve were hoping the rams would win because then Mm -hmm. we get to pick out like a sucky movie for the other two people to watch so i was rooting for the rams and also because they beat the kansas city last on like the final game before this yeah so i was like or the other team sorry i see i don't sports i don't fucking care so i'm not even gonna finish my thought well i mean if if you don't finish it regardless i was telling jake because I was like, well, who's in the Super Bowl? Like, literally the day of the Super Bowl. And he's like, it's the Rams and the Bengals. I was like, Sam told me Kansas City was in it. And he goes, I no, did. I don't Kansas think so. I think that you said that they were getting to the playoffs or whatever. And in my head, I was just like, oh, that must mean the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then I think I had said, like, I was upset that they're not in it. I remember mm. that. Don't be spreading rumors about me. That might have been it. That might have been sp- it. Don't spread rumors. I'm sorry. I apologize. The commercials, did you enjoy any of the commercials? Was there one that stuck out to you? The one that really stuck out to me that I really, really enjoyed was like, um, I think it was for Michelob Ultra and it was like a big Lebowski play, but it was a bunch of athletes in the bowling alley. Yeah. And when Jesus was coming in, I was just like, oh, well, I thought it was going to be, no, I thought it was going to be like the guy that actually plays Jesus, which of course I'm blanking on his name. Um, When it was Serena Williams, like I got goosebumps. Uh, Yeah. I felt like it was very like Joe even pointed it out. He said it's very millennial like focused most there of the commercials shit. yeah there's a shit ton about like crypto and i'm like i'm already outside of that fucking shit like i don't even know what that's about no so that I, sucked. 
crypto is a scam everyone <laughs> I'm sure it is <laughs> you heard it here first I liked the Dorito commercial with all the animals in the jungle <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sad because I didn't get a chance to watch Puppy Bowl nor did I get uh-huh. to see the kitten halftime show I didn't see any of that either no did you ever watch that um sometimes yeah it's so yeah. cute it literally makes me cry it's yeah so sweet Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sweet. It's so sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was fun. I mean, it was a good enough game to watch. I like, I don't mind watching sports when it's like the high stakes, you know, like a world championship mm-hmm. or like a Super Bowl. Like, I'm not going to watch the actual fucking season because I don't care. But like, when no. it's the big game, I don't mind. Well, I guess since we're talking about watching stuff, I, I started Ooh. two new shows that I wanted to recommend. To anyone who might be looking for a show or two to start. So I'm working on planners. And so like I go back and forth of listening to music, listening to true crime or looking for shows to watch. This one is on free form. So it's like more of a young adult show. It's called Single Drunk Female. And uh, so far it has a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, which I think it can be bumped a little higher because it's okay. I like it. So... Here's the synopsis. A public flameout at a New York media company forces 20-something alcoholic Samantha Fink to move back home with her overbearing mother. Samantha then sets out on a path to figure out her best self while confronted with remnants of her old life. So she's an alcoholic and she's just mm-hmm. trying to like stay sober, but then she wants to drink and her, she lives at home with her mom. Mm. Um, she goes to her AA meetings. Her best friend likes to party, but she's also a mom. And they go through a thing of like, well, they can hang out without just drinking, you know, like it doesn't always have to be yeah, yeah. drunk party nights. And then also I guess her old best friend is now about to marry her ex-boyfriend and so whenever she like bumps into them in town um she just kind of you know wants to grab a drink and whatnot and she Mm -hmm. had like a really good job but she got fired from it because she was just showing up drunk at this job Mm -hmm. so she had to go back to her hometown so she's been dealing with that but it's it's pretty good um first of all I like it because it's like small detail but the girl the main actress she has like a few little spooky tattoos on her arm and they don't like ever cover them up or anything like she's always wearing sleeveless tops and I'm like all right embrace the natural tattoos love that I love that yeah I really love this show so much um it's called pivoting pivoting and it's what I hate that. oh I, I know. just hate that word <laughs> but no this this show has changed my thought on the word pivoting okay okay <laughs> Michelle and I our old boss used to use that word so many times that it like was dramatic. triggering very <laughs> triggering like ugh, long story but anyway um so it's called pivoting it's on Fox but you can also catch it on Hulu and it's set in Long Island Three women and close-knit childhood friends cope with the death of the fourth member of their group. Oh. Yeah. When faced with the reality that life is short, these women pivot and alter their current paths by the way of a series of impulsive, (laughs) ill-advised, and (laughs) self-indulgent decisions. So for an example, 
it's so funny because they're like all in I think they're all 40 I don't or maybe late 30s one of them is 40 I know but uh she's a doctor and she's like I just want a fun job like I don't want a serious job so she quits being a doctor to go work at the local supermarket Uh and it's just so strange because her friends just go visit her and she's just working at this grocery store and her wife cheated on her so she's like going through a divorce with her ex-wife and then another woman who she's like my favorite character she's so fucking funny she has two kids but she also is a working mom so she Uh has a nanny who is very close to the children the dad's close to the children but the mom knows nothing about her own children like she (laughs) loves them but she's just like I don't want to be around you all day like I Mm -hmm. don't care and you know she kind of goes through the phase of wanting to be a better mom wanting to be at home with them but she's very realistic about like you know, sometimes you just want to get away from your kids, I'm assuming. So it's really yeah. funny. And then the other girl, she's married to this guy that they're just not in it anymore. And no, one, neither one of them wants to be the one to say, I think we should get a divorce. So, you know, they have sex scheduled on Tuesday nights. She is a stay-at-home mom. And so he kind of looks at her like she's not really doing a lot and he's just not really attracted to her she's not attracted to him and she's been trying to get back in shape so she started seeing this trainer who is a younger man she starts developing feelings for this guy and does she cheat on her husband I don't know do her friends support (laughs) it I don't know but it's so good like the writing is just it's great I love it like I'm always cackling and I'll just talk to my computer screen like I'm in there friend group (laughs) (laughs) it's fun it has jennifer goodwin in it i can't i don't know the other two names off the top of my head but yeah i'll i'll give it a try i I you know like it as long as pivoting doesn't refer to fucking business i'm i think i might be okay with it i've been watching like just all of these different scamming like documentaries shows and stuff that have just popped up on netflix so i watched and Ben St. Anna, which is like a Shonda Rhimes production. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a limited series and it's about a so-called in quotes, German heiress that like scams her way through like upscale New York by saying that she's a German heiress. So she gets like hotels to let her stay there. She gets people to like, just like foot the bill all the time. Cause they all think that she's like this super wealthy woman. Um, she's trying to start an art foundation on like fifth Avenue or like park wow. Avenue or something. And she gets pretty far before like she gets, he- she gets made or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just like her scamming. And it's funny because she actually stays at the townhouse of Billy McFarden. And, and this is like all based on a real story. Oh, okay. It's not like fake. It's like based on a real, uh, woman. Um, but she stays with the guy that, uh founded fire festival like she lives with him for four (laughs) months it's you know oh my gosh she doesn't get involved in his shit he doesn't get involved in hers but it's just funny that they like crossed paths that way you know wow so I was watching that um it's really really good and I think it's it's probably like six or eight episodes or something like that and if you like Shonda Rhimes you'll love it yeah um scandal Grey's Anatomy Bridgerton Oh, I never got into that, but I did hear a lot of great yeah. things about it. 
it feels very scandal how to get away with murder uh, more so how to get away with murder i yeah. fucking loved that show yeah it feels like those more so one. than the other two um okay but it's so really are we good. rooting for the character or no back and forth okay with her so with her scams it's kind of like so you know she just kind of cons a lot of stupid or like like hotels and like rich white men so it's kind of like you're just like all right well whatever you're stupid yeah. enough to be had but it's like if it was the other way you wouldn't be saying that sure. so um <laughs> but she does have to atone for what she has going on I feel like she was conning people for like three-ish years two or three wow. years okay, um, so what's that on Netflix 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 and then the other documentaries that were documentaries and not like fictional documentaries I want to call like inventing Anna where it's like it's based on a true story but it's obviously fictional um the tend the tindler the tinder swindler so that is about a man who acted like he was a billionaire uh prince of diamonds from Israel and he was just conning and scamming a bunch of women off tinder and what he would do is like literally present them with the high life where it's like it was always jets and five-star hotels and stuff like that and then a few months in after like and he would like really listen to you he like knew the whole game of like listening to women you know just that alone um and so he would get people really comfortable for a few months and um during those few months he would say how his family's in the diamond business how it's very risky how he has enemies and stuff because of the diamond business and then of course something would happen where all of a sudden he was in jeopardy and he couldn't use his cards because his enemies were after him and can I just use your cards can you just do this and do that and yeah so that was another one I watched and I don't even like I wasn't even planning to like go down this hole of like Mm -hmm. scamming but I just ended up watching these three different things and then the other one was the puppet master which is um that is a limited series the tin the tinder swindler is just one documentary it's like a movie so it's not like a fucking 10 part thing which usually is too much Mm -hmm. um but the puppet master I think is like four parts and it's also like another fucking guy that's just fucking scamming and it's in like uh UK he says he's like part of the M15 over there which is pretty much like their CIA and he just like gets people to do a bunch of fucking shit because they think he's like the CIA I don't okay I don't understand two things yeah how someone has the nerve to be a scammer like Uh uh-huh literally Uh go get a job it's so much easier like just stop and then also Mm -hmm. why aren't people paranoid like I would be like I don't fucking know you don't be trying to scam me yeah scam yeah (laughs) it's it's so crazy because it's I mean we've said it a hundred million times but it's just kind of like what is your end game eventually you are going to get caught like do you really think this is for the next 80 years of your life you're just gonna be able to continue running to scam in this day and age like it's not gonna fucking happen oh my gosh I can google you (laughs) I can Um, (laughs) I can see you I can google you you. (laughs) um but the one with the the tinder one was shitty because he really did have a fucking scam going where it's like it's one thing if you just find you like meet somebody off tinder even if you're dating for a few months 
and like they start asking you for money, you might be nervous about it. But when he's literally flying you on jets, we're staying at five star hotels, we're jet setting here, jet setting there, he's buying you Birkin bags and shit. Like you don't question it when he's like in the diamond game, like, and he's been telling you he does have enemies and stuff. Cause you know, like, okay, I'll like take out this card. Cause I know he can pay me back. Cause obviously it hasn't been an issue, but he literally had this game running on like, 40 women at the same time where he was you know stealing from a to pay for b to like take out c and it's just like how do you going back to your point it's like use that energy that smartness that cunningness that time for a legitimate thing you psychopath it makes no sense to me it's like the amount of time and investment and everything that you're doing to run a scam you could be using that for something legitimate yeah, like just like you're obviously smart. Mm-hmm. You know, start your own business so you don't have to yeah. scam people. Geez, so I don't understand though. If people were lending him the money, like I'd be like, "Have you bought me anything extravagant so I know that you've had this money?" Like, how do they, how do they not know? Because it, it, he comes off very it like all checks. But has he ever like paid anything for them to where it's like, oh yeah, he yes. definitely has money. Yeah. Okay. He would take them out and have the like the high life, and then once he got them to take out like a credit card and it gets maxed out, and they're just kind of like, I need this money back, like I need to pay it back or whatever. Then he would be like, you know what, you're like too much or whatever. Here's a check for the amount or whatever, and then he would just ghost, and obviously the check would never go through. Wow. Yeah. It's fucked up. And then when also did that happen. That was recent. Wow. And this might be a spoiler or whatever, but like across all three of them, it's like, you know, as I'm watching these things, I'm just like, how can you fucking live with yourself scamming people like this? Like, and then like not getting nervous that you're going to be caught, but all these people were caught and they all got found guilty. And guess what? Most of them didn't spend more than five years in jail for it. So it's like, why not fucking scam everybody? Because you could live this fucking high life and do whatever the hell you want. And you just have to go to jail for two or three years. years. Yeah. And then you're back out. And then all the, the 40 women that you took a million dollars from are literally don't know what to do with the rest of their lives because they have creditors after them. My God. That is so disgusting. Fucked up. It's fucked up. I recommend all three of them. They were all good. Oh, nice. So we wanted to kind of continue on with like love and dating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you know us, we like to be depressing and dark about it. No, (laughs) I feel like it's just me. You're like super romantical. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. I I mean, I do like my true crime and I do like my stalker stories and Uh Not that I like them, but they're very fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah, of course. Talk about like some dating stories. They might be good. They might be bad. If we have any dating stories, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. Yeah, just kind of keep. I knew that we were going to be like probably recapping our Valentine's Day. So I thought like, well, let's talk about dates that we've had or horror dates that you've heard of and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I do have an awkward date story. So if you heard this recently, I apologize, but I want to tell Michelle. At the time, I was probably like in my early 20s and I was working at the Humane Society back in Wichita. And at the time, it was like a small building. Like we were set up in this old ass fucking building that like we don't even know how we managed to like help all these animals. And it was a very close-knit 
working environment. Like there was probably maybe 20 of us and like you just work so close together and it was like a small building. So you're like friends, we would hang out. Like you knew everything about everyone. There was a new guy who started. And so this guy starts working at the shelter and he's like, he's cute. Like he's tall. He's very Mm -hmm. nice, very personable. He has like curly hair, like a very cute, you know? And so he starts working and everyone's like, who's this cute new guy? Like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. he's so nice, you know, and just like having heart eyes for him. So eventually, I don't know how this happened, but we started like talking, like just as coworkers and then as friends. And he was like, Hey, can I take you out one time or whatever? And I was like, uh, sure. I guess, you know, like I thought he was cute and maybe I got a few butterflies like Mm -hmm. in the morning when I would see him clock in, but it wasn't anything that I was like, I want him to be my boyfriend. I was just like, yeah, let me see how this goes. And so, uh, we end up going to Olive Garden And I think it was like, I want to say it was like an early evening dinner because I didn't want it to be too late, especially I didn't really know this guy. I just only knew him, even though I talked to him, I didn't know him out of his like, out of work life, you know, just everyone that I worked with, they were like, go on the date with him, like, let him take you out. Oh my God, I heard you guys going on date. So we go to Olive Garden, which I don't like Olive Garden, but whatever. (laughs) no I've been there once (laughs) yeah like we used to go there in high school a lot because everyone's like free breadsticks and salad which sure um so we go to Olive Garden and I think I got there first and so I think I was sitting down at a table he comes and we're like talking I don't know if I knew that he was on parole so I think he goes oh, I just want you to know, like, um, I'm on parole. Like, that's why I have the job at the shelter. But like, I do want to get into animal behavior and all of that stuff. And so I was just and like, back then, before like my brain became so anxious and depressing, like, guys, I was hilarious. Like, (laughs) I would just say crazy, like funny stuff. Like, uh huh. Just like the main character in my funny movie, you know? Okay. All right. Like, think Mindy Kaling, you know, from the Mindy Project, you know? So he goes, I should tell you I'm on parole, blah, blah. And I like grab my little Dr. Pepper and I'm like, oh, for what? What'd you do? Kill someone? And I like take my drink and he goes, actually, yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? And he goes, what do you mean you killed Uh someone? And he goes... He was like, I killed my best friend because I was driving drunk and we got in a car (gasps) accident and I killed my friend. And I was like, like my heart literally fell out of my asshole, Michelle. And I was like, here I am trying to be like, what did you kill someone? Like, I didn't know he was going to say, yeah. And I didn't know it was going to be his best friend. Uh And I didn't know it was going to be for making a selfish, stupid decision. And so I was like, oh my God. I was like, I am so sorry. Like I was not expecting that to be the answer. Like, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have even said that. It was like, is this awkward for you now? And I'm like, no, I just feel like a butthead, but yeah, (laughs) it had happened a long time ago at that time, but just how he, you know, he was very sad about it. He's like, I still think about it like every day. He's like, I know I will think about it every day. And He was like, so all I can do for my best friend is just try to like better my life and teach people about my mistake that I did, you know? So that was awkward and unexpected. Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, 
you were even like setting that up so that I knew he was going to say, I did kill somebody. And it still shocked me that that's what happened. (laughs) It's like absolutely no judgment on his part because that could have been me or any one of my friends. Like we were doing that shit because we were young and stupid Stupid, and thought we were like um, invincible. Yeah. And it could have happened to any of us at any time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, even like, I still think about it, even if I like, I'm out drinking somewhere, like, of course we're going to Uber, but I'm like, I'm so glad that there's services like that. You yeah. know, like, oh my gosh. first dates are so scary. I, I think so. If like, you're literally just going to meet somebody, a, a stranger offline for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. No, which that's just like people's day in and day out lives. And I literally can't even wrap my mind around doing that. I know. I'm just like, if I were single, would I do online dating? I think I would just hope that I could meet a mutual friend of someone. Yeah. Like say for instance, you and Jake are like, oh, we might have someone that you might want to like hang out with, like come over or whatever. Like I would want to do it that way. Cause I just, I don't, it's not that. I just don't trust people. Like, I just don't have the patience mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. go through that. Like, I'm not going to fucking shave and put on deodorant and leave my fucking bat cave for a, a slim chance of you not being a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. Not doing it. There would definitely have to be a lot of, I think, talking beforehand. At, and especially like at this age, because I feel like if I was in my 20s, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. No. But like, it would be like, all right, well, I'm going out for the night for this date or whatever. And I would tell people where I was going and all that stuff. But like now I feel like I would have to talk to you for like a month before I met you in real life. Yeah. As you get older, I feel like both parties involved. It's like, you know what you want, you know what you're mm-hmm. not going to put up with. And so you do kind of get straight to the point and you yeah. know that <laughs> neither one of you is going to change for no, this person. Yeah. So it's like... It's like, what's the point? I'm happy by myself, you know? Yeah, because like in your 20s, it's like, okay, this might turn into like a long relationship. This might be my perfect person. But at the same time, if it doesn't, it's fine. It's whatever. But I, I do think the older you get, you might go through like a slam page period. But for the most part, you're probably looking for like a relationship. What do you mean by slam page? Like, maybe if you just get out of divorce, like, you're just going to go and, like, hook up with people. Oh, got it, got it. But if you're just, if you, like, are just dating to be in a relationship, like, yeah, you're going to give it a lot more thought Mm -hmm. of, like, who you're going out on dates with. I wonder, like, I don't know. I'm like, could I just do a little hookup at my age now? Like, I feel like, you know, it was a little bit easier in your 20s because you're, like... Stupid. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well definitely but I also feel I I think that if I were to start dating again I would if okay like this all sounds really bad but like I know if of it course. were to happen we're saying if yeah yes I'm a little bit maybe more self-conscious or something like that but I would also probably be dating men that are in like their 40s plus mm-hmm. and I would still be a hot ticket to them yeah you know yeah so that's what I, I would feel do. bad that's what I would do I wouldn't date anybody younger than me or probably the same oh, age, like no, going forward. No. no. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. I mean, maybe some one night stands with like the younger kids, but What's not. One night stand with the younger kid? 
if they were interested yeah that would probably oh be God. like the fun. I could never I'd be like don't look at me it would have to be somebody that it's like I'm probably not gonna see you again you know oh yeah like you better not be living in Salem Beverly no. nowhere nowhere wanna, nowhere <laughs> you better die after this happens <laughs> yes please <laughs> what's the oldest person you think that you, so say if you were dating what's the oldest mm-hmm. that you would go 45 mm-hmm. yeah probably around 45 yeah that's what I was thinking yeah it's like I want you need to be a little I mean if they're I would maybe do like 48 would be the oldest but you have to be silly yeah uh, I don't know Michelle, I don't know can if you I imagine want... me dating the 48 year old no I can't but they would be like oh my god this is like dating <laughs> a 19 year old like this yeah. is great yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know what she wants out of life <laughs> she's so oh young god. at oh heart god. <laughs> maybe that's where I need to go to. <laughs> that's where you need to be that's where I would go yeah and that way you're still hot as shit to them yep. you know but it does scare the goddamn bejesus out of me because I have a I'm going to tell you, I've only ever been on one date in my life. One this, date. One date. And this was pre-online dating as well. Okay. And so, like, heaven fucking forbid anything happens. Like, I wouldn't even know what to do. Like, I feel like I would be very natural at it, but it's like, are there certain things that you don't say? Do you, like, not hook up? Do you hook up? Do you ask certain things nowadays? Like, I wouldn't even know where to fuck it and start about dating mm-hmm. a complete stranger yeah so that's a little scary because as you know me and jake are on the decline so shut the heck up <laughs> you guys are like couple of the fucking century you better never fucking leave me <laughs> or else there's gonna be an issue or else there's gonna be texting of screenshots mm-hmm. instagram stories lives mm-hmm. exposing jake Anytime you text me, that's going straight on Instagram. I'm going to be calling out his new partners. Yep. Better watch out. Um, not to even like take it back all the way, but mm-hmm. taking it back mildly. Right before we hopped on here, I checked out Ye's um, Instagram. Yeah. And he posted some shady ass shit about Kris Jenner and her boyfriend saying that it was just like a TMZ headline screenshot of like how oh, her shit. boyfriend was caught kissing somebody in the club i'm like so now you're going after your mother-in-law whoa i thought you, you better watch out i thought you were gonna say he was going after let's not Mm-mm. he's going after chris jenner and i'm <laughs> sorry but that woman made five women that don't do much fucking billionaires so i wouldn't step to chris i'm scared i wouldn't step to any of the kardashians are you joking <laughs> that's like messing with the cia for real no okay sorry um what were we talking about your one and only date that you've ever been on in your Um, life okay so how old were you (laughs) who asked who how did you know this person we need all the details okay so I was 19 and this is literally obviously it's my only date but it is simultaneously my best and my worst date ever um because so this was around the time that I still had a boyfriend, my high school boyfriend. I had been crushing on Jake for a year and a half. And out of fucking nowhere, we go to this concert and this kid 
I'm going to call him James because he has kind of a unique name. So, and okay. I, I know a lot of people know him. Um, so he was in the music scene and Jake's high school band came and played at our college. And they were just like, there's like a whole little concert of like local bands or whatever. And this kid took an interest in me and he was definitely like, well, of course, playing the game a little bit. Oh. Um, so he was hitting on me that night and like trying to like find out who I was. And then he kept texting me throughout the week. And um, this was also around like Christmas time. Excuse me. So this was like around Christmas time and about two weeks in, he had like come around my apartment a few times, to like hang out with everybody. And he was like fucking laying it on thick. And I, I mean, he was like cute. He was interesting, but he was also like, he had this vibe about him that was like, um, I think I'm really cool. Cause I'm the lead singer of a band. And it's mm. like, I, it's not a cute look. It's not. And it, and to be honest, I've only ever dated musicians, but they've all been drummers. Like I like somebody that's talented, but yeah. doesn't think that they're the fucking yes. shit, you know? Yeah. Um, and also obviously from my fifth grade Valentine's day story, like I'm too cool for school. I don't need you to be too cool cool. for school too. I told Joe about that. He said, you're a monster. (laughs) He said, no wonder why she thought your PowerPoint was awful. Yeah. I'm a monster. That is true. (laughs) Um, but anyway, so he was like laying it on thick and like, whatever. And I could like tell, yeah, he, he gave off this air. Remember that like fucking MTV show or something where it's like um, the pickup artist or whatever. Do you remember that? It was on VH1 or something. And was it a reality show? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he had just like read a book about how to pick up chicks, like Ew. how to peacock and shit like that. Yeah. Like it, just, it was too fucking much for me. Um, so anyway, but he invited me to his like company work party, his like Christmas work party. And he was like, you know, it's like a seated like dinner and it's like free drinks, open bar and stuff like that. And I was only 19, but he was just like, everyone's like 21 and plus. So they're not going to check your ideas. Like, yeah, I'm going to go anywhere where I can get like free drinks for the night. Yeah. Um, Question. So, yeah. So how long was this between when you met him at the show versus the Christmas party? I would say about two or three weeks. So were we texting each other a lot? Like what was going on? Was there texting back then? Yes. There was texting. Facebook messaging. A lot of Facebook messaging. Uh, Facebook at this point, a lot of texting, a lot of liking all of my shit, a lot of um, our because he's from this area like I was going to college so like I was kind of like a transplant but he's like from the area so all of my friends that were from the area were like coming up to me and being like oh James really likes you like he's so interested and stuff like he definitely had like you know dudes saying like oh no he's been talking about you a lot or whatever oh so so at this point you're still like meh or were you getting butterflies with him texting you I see this is why I'm a fucking monster I wasn't interested in him but I liked the attention Mm. 
so you're honest I mean yeah. the attention is nice so nothing wrong. it was very nice yeah. I I love it um and so I go to his work party it's like a decent time it's fun he's like super engaging with me it's not like you know he's making sure like I'm comfortable because it's like 100 plus people and like obviously I don't know fucking anybody um but he was like hanging out with me the whole time on the car ride over there he's like so I know you have a boyfriend back home but like what's deal with that and I was just like I don't know and stuff it's it's good but it's far I don't think it's gonna last and he's like well I just want to let you know that I am interested or whatever I was just like okay um so we get back from the date and we go back to my apartment which my apartment was like the hangout for fucking everybody because we had the only apartment off campus for all of our friends. I thought you were just going to say the hangout for fucking. (laughs) I was like, all right. No, no. I mean, maybe, (laughs) but no, um, we were, we were just like the first like people to get an apartment off campus. So everybody was just always at our house all the time. So it's like a Friday night. We get back to my apartment and I assume that the regulars are going to be there. And of course, Jake's there and leading up to these two or three weeks of like of James coming around I could see him being mad we get back from the date we're just hanging out with everybody and stuff and me and Jake were always beer pong partners no matter what and Mm -hmm. they were playing beer pong and shit there was like a mild party going on and James asked me to go downstairs to like just talk to him like in a quieter setting so we were like out on the porch and Jake like stuck his head out the window and he's like hey we're up and I was just like okay I'll be right up he's like no but seriously like right now and I was just like all right dude like sounds like Jake I can calm just down. hear his voice yeah <laughs> and so I like go up and we're like playing and he's asking me questions about like how the date went and what's going on with that mm-hmm. and all this stuff that was literally like a week before I told him like hey I'm going home. I'm breaking up my boy with my boyfriend. I fucking like you. What are you mm-hmm. going to do about it? Yeah. So even though it was my only date and it wasn't, it wasn't bad, but at the same time, it was probably the best date ever. Cause it finally got like a fire under Jake's ass to be like, this can go away. Yeah. This could all be over <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> it's up to me. I actually yeah. have the ball in my court. Because I think it was very comfortable for him and for both, no, for him to like, be like, well, you know, she has her boyfriend back home. She's not going to like hook up with anybody. We're going to maintain this relationship. It is awkward when our significant others come to town, but like, I don't have to deal with that. But like, I think somebody actively pursuing me that like Mm -hmm. aggressively finally got him to be like, I got to make a decision now. Yeah. So it worked out. Next, we're going to be interviewing James. No, (laughs) um, I got to say that James wasn't very happy with how things were. I can only imagine. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He didn't like spit in your face, did he? No. So we ended up leaving like a week later. Everybody went back home for like, you know, winter break or whatever. And when and he was like texting me and I was not really responding at all. And then when we got back and me and Jake started dating, he was just kind of like, then you know and then the real colors came out where he was being like whatever like she's not that cute her house sucks and all this Ew. stuff even though, you know, it's just like I mean I saw that right away yeah there was like no anything there and I could tell that he was like such a player 
or whatever, but like thought he was a, like a romantic art musician, but at the deep down, he was just like a player. Oh my gosh. Um, but it was great. But it was great. And then that's how I got with my hubby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's it. Do you wish you would have gone on more dates? Yeah, because it was fun. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. And like, I like fucking being the center. I don't like being the center of attention in a party, mm-hmm. but one-on-one. Yes, I like attention. Yeah, you're like, mama likes that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you think I'm really cute? Thank you. <laughs> Tell me something else that you love about me. Tell me what else. All right. Well, I guess that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Uh, let's do our let's nots. Let's not air all of our dirty laundry in public. This might seem like I'm talking directly to Yay, but at the same time, I see it on Facebook. I see it on Instagram with people in my life, with friends of friends of friends. It's not a good look for you to be just dragging your baby's father or anything else like that on social media. Like make that a personal conversation. Nobody else needs to know about it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. Let's not body shame men. Like there was just no need to body shame 50. I don't understand it. Hell no. I don't, I don't understand. It's like, guys, we're not, we're not our bodies. No. Like if he was fit, he's still going to be great. He still looks fit to me. Like yeah. he, it's, you know, the body, the body fat percentage on his body does not make or break him. No. If he's it's knocking so at your weird. door, calling you shorty. Oh yeah. Saying it's your <laughs> birthday. All right. You're not letting him in. Yeah. You're telling me you're going to shut the door and say, no, thanks. <laughs> okay. You're going to say you want Eminem to come in instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Michelle. All right. Your fucking laugh. Oh my God. It gets me every time. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, we appreciate you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Facebook. All the places. That's that's all the places though. So don't look anywhere else. Don't look anywhere else. Don't do it. Don't look for those fans.com. Maybe it's on there. (laughs) Don't look for them. Let's it's let's not only fans. That's our username. No, just joking. It's not. <laughs> not yet anyway. Not yet. We love you so much. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at deadlygroundscoffee.com. Mm-hmm.